0: Welcome to Voicing Quotations, the podcast proudly brought to you by the Quotation Marks Project. I'm Levine, your host for the seventh episode of the Founders Series. The 10-episode series aims to feature founders of different startup companies and youth organizations with inspiring advocacies that can be sources of inspiration for the youth. Although this podcast is solely spearheaded by the Quotation Marks Project, it wouldn't be an any way possible without the support of ASEC and Miriam College, Talang Dalisay, Kabataan sa Kartilya ng Katipunan Region 1, and also Vox Populi. In this episode, we will be featuring the leaders behind Project Starshine. Project Starshine is an organization that is passionate about encouraging young girls to step into the world of entrepreneurship. With constant content about business and leadership, one can learn to unlock their potential in many fields. These founders hope to be one of the catalysts to a future with more women in power. I hope you're ready to quote because these founders are ready to voice out quotations. Hi, so welcome to Voicing Quotations, um, the podcast brought to you by the Quotation Marks Project. We are so glad to have you here.
1: Hello, thank you for having us.
0: Okay, so uh, before we actually start the interviewing itself, uh, kindly introduce yourself to our audience in the future. Tell us about yourself,
1: you know, your hobbies, things like that. Okay, so I'll start. Hi, I'm Mika'ala. A lot of people know me as Kylie and I'm 15 years old and I'm the executive head of Project Starshine Philippines. My hobbies are baking. I also enjoy reading. Hi hey everyone. Um, my name is Jasmine, and I'm the marketing head of Project
2: Starshine. And my hobbies are sports and baking as well.
3: Hi, uh, and I'm Gabby Villanueva. I'm the research and content head of Project Starshine. Um, uh, my hobbies include playing volleyball. Yeah.
0: All right. So, first of all, um, let's just ah uh, uh, ask you guys how have you been doing? Like, how was your day? Things like that. Just a um, little checkup. In
1: all, in all honesty. We're all pretty stressed. I'm pretty sure with all of the schools at e- stuff and all our extra activities and commitments. But I'm well. Thank
2: you. Um, I think I'm just making the most out of my weekend right now, doing everything I can before the week of school starts again.
3: Uh, and I'm doing just fine. Uh, but you know the school of uh, the stress of school since it's we're approaching the end of the school year for us already. How are you?
0: <laughs> oh, thanks for asking. Same, same. We're like. Since it's already like the end of the school year, things are piling up, Um, everyone wants to catch up, things like that. Very hectic. But we're so glad that you guys are able to um, come on here despite being stressed and busy.
1: (laughs) Yes, we're so excited to talk about this. Okay, so
0: let's start with the questions. So for our audience, How would you introduce Project Starshine to whoever is listening to this episode?
1: Um, Project Starshine Philippines centers around women empowerment, especially in the world of business here in the country. As stated in our vision, we strongly believe that the universe has no limits and the mere thing hindering one from pursuing one's goals is oneself. With this, we wish to help girls from all sectors of society realize their capability to achieve great things by guiding them on a journey to reaching their full potential and to instill the fundamental and necessary leadership skills needed to survive in the business industry. Of course, we also want to instill values such as perseverance, teamwork, and creativity in our members and encourage them to grow as young leaders and future entrepreneurs.
3: Uh, Also, to add to that, we as an organization, we believe in the aphorism, knowledge is power, which is why we regularly create informational posts on just about anything encompassed by our advocacy so as to empower the youth to take interest in our cause. Not only does our content aim to educate the youth on the business world happenings, but to also really talk about what matters nowadays, like gender equality in the workplace and supporting our local businesses amidst the lockdown.
0: Well, it's very inspiring and it's very brave of you that you guys are able to do this despite being in a young age. And um, as society that we know it, it's kind of um led by men most of the time where it's not really, not a lot of women are represented when it comes to most things, actually. (laughs) So it's a very powerful move that you guys were able to do that. Now, who would you say is like your idol when it comes
1: to powerful or strong women that you guys would look up to? Um, For me, uh, there's several women I actually look up to, one of them being Princess Diana, if we're talking um, in celebrity-wise because... Um, as we all know, she was she chose not to live with the royal family after her divorce. And even if she didn't have that much of a lavish life and everyone um, was bashing on her because of what she did or actually what her husband did, she still lived a life serving people. And I want to follow into her footsteps and live a simple life. And she didn't hold grudges against the royal family and she still supported them despite what they actually did to her. Um, for me also another person I look up to is actually my grandmother because she encouraged me to grow up as a strong woman and she helped raise me and she's also a political activist and she's don't inspired me to start um, using my voice to voice out the different concerns and things that aren't talked about a lot in society, especially about oppression and uh, women's rights.
2: I think mine would be, um, I think for every girl, it would be their mother. Yeah. Our mother could be also passed on to us. And knowing my mom, she's a really strong woman who's been through a lot of challenges and all that. And knowing that she's a um, very successful um businesswoman I would also be want to be successful in the future
3: as well just like her for me, although there isn't one specific person but the people that I would look up to would be the women in history the mm-hmm. especially during the first few waves of feminism because without them we really wouldn't be where we are today we wouldn't have the power and the voice that we wouldn't have the power and the voice that we have today so we really have to give it to them we really have to clap for them for the bravery they've shown and how they've they stood up for us so we can experience what we have today.
0: That's so true that um, women before, despite like all the odds being against them, they're still able to um, go through everything. And um, they're the reasons why we're here today. And we're able to do the things that we want to do and pursue the things that we want to pursue. So it's great that we can um, kind of give homage to what they did before us. And Yunya, I agree then with like um, the mothers and the grandmothers where even someone like as near to us and maybe even not very well known to the world can still have such a powerful impact on our lives. I think our audience can relate to that so much. Now I want to know like where did all of this start? How did Project Starshine come to be? Like what were the first steps that you had to take in order to get to where you guys are today?
1: Okay, so I have always been an entrepreneur because one of the earliest memories I have of my childhood is actually me selling bracelets to my family members, Mm -hmm. which is why I decided to open my own small business during last year's quarantine period. I observed that a lot of the youth also opened their very own small businesses, and then I realized that... Young people have such amazing ideas that when executed well and with good intentions, have the potential to make an impact on the current situation of society. Um, The idea of an organization for young business enthusiasts came into mind one day, and I knew I wanted to be part of one. Um, After researching for possible organizations with the niche I had in mind, I found that there were none, so I decided to take matters into my own hands. I approached some of my friends who I knew were interested in business and were qualified to lead as role models for the future members of the organization and asked them if they would be interested in helping me actualize the vision I had. Um, The women empowerment aspect of our advocacy as I said a while ago it came from my personal mission which is to inspire young girls around the world to persevere and realize their own dreams. Um, To do this I knew that I had to become a person my younger self would also look up to and be proud of because if my younger self didn't, then why would other girls be inspired by me and my actions? So that is how I founded and made the advocacy of Project Starshine Philippines. Um, Gabby, would you like to share? Um, In my
3: case, I remember randomly receiving a message from Kylie one particularly quiet June morning. So naturally, after reading the message, I spent the whole day just panicking as to what I should tell her. I I mean, I saw how great of an idea it was, but I was really scared to commit, seeing that managing a leadership position would entail a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. After lots of pulling my own hair out that day, I finally decided to to take the chance because I realized that an opportunity such as this won't come so easily again in the future. And there it was, I was added to the group chat and we started the early stages of Project Starshine. Essentially at that time, we were just a tight group of anxious teenage girls with so many ideas, but we had no clue as to what might come next. Uh, The next months were just filled with meetings and brainstorming sessions. And the process was was definitely slow, but steady. The saying that everything worth doing doesn't come easy comes to mind when I think of those days. And I remember, making our first informational post. And back then, we didn't have our members yet. So it was just me as the head. And I spent hours and hours just staring at my laptop, thinking what I was supposed to do. So looking back at those moments, it really puts into perspective how much Project Starshine has grown. And I'm just so glad to have been part of that. Jasmine? Similar
2: to Gabby's experience, I saw in the first thing I saw in the morning was Kylie's invitation to become the marketing head of Project Starshine. And at first I was very hesitant since I'm more of a follower than a leader type of girl. But there was a time that I talked to Kylie and she saw my capabilities in being a leader and knowing that I could do more and made me want to make to create a difference towards the advocacy we have for Project Starshine. I saw the potential that the organization has to actually make the dreams of younger generations to come through and that encouraged me to accept the invitation. We all start from something small. I think that all organizations will um, agree with that. And if we want something, if it's worth the time and hard work we will push ourselves to do more that's what i love about my core family we create the best ideas we can gather and make it for the long run and i believe that the core team we have is such a beautiful startup as we have our own backgrounds put together created a whole new chapter
0: that seems like such a, a very courageous um, move on all of you like a very um, a risk-taking kind of uh, experience that you had to go through, especially to Kylie, that she was very young and she was able to convince like her close friends and start it all from the
1: very bottom. Yes, it was very scary sending those texts early morning. I know that it would be a shock when they wake up and see that long text <laughs> inviting them to become the head of a new organization, I thought of.
0: Well, it's great that they were able to come onto the project as well. <laughs>
1: I'm just so thankful that they accepted my invitation. Without them, I wouldn't know what to do with Project Starshine. And they really helped me in every meeting. They always um, make the environment so great. And I'm very happy to be able to work with such amazing people.
0: Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> now, we know that like the, the ones that you guys have experienced, it's because you guys were given the opportunity and you had like people to look up to and you had the resources that you guys were able to do so. But when it, I guess when it comes to today, it's more available to women to do things that, you know, you guys are able to do. But why do you think, what do you think are like the underlying issues that there are still not enough women in power? Even if like there's already like more opportunities compared to like, let's say a century ago, what would you say are like the underlying causes for
1: that? Um, I think that, you know, as we learned from before in feminism, it's always, there's a root cause. It's like internalized and people don't realize that they're, actu- they're actually the reason why. Um, a lot of people, I realize, they'll say, yes, women empowerment, feminist movements. But then inside, they think that um, doing something because a girl does it is also wrong or doing girly things, even though you're not a girl or is wrong, and they'll hold it against you. And I think it's something that people need to realize that even if they think that they're go- um, for feminism, there's still some things that have built into our morals as um, since as we grow older that um, we can't really, um, we need help from people to realize that they're ingrained in ourselves and we have to practice how to stop act, um, showing them or, um, thinking otherwise, because we need to uh, um, limit the amount of negative thoughts about women and even, and it's uh, the unconscious thoughts we have based on what other women do. And we can say that, yes, we go for women empowerment. But if in reality, when no one's watching, we degrade other women and we gossip about them, then what's the point of telling everyone that you're a feminist, but You choose to bully other women.
0: I completely agree that, you know, it's not exactly as big as the discrimination that um, women used to face back in the day. But um, even if it's just like considered smaller things, it still accumulates into something much bigger. And that even if it's like small comments, we have these days like, oh, stop being so girly. Stop being like that. It's like, What's wrong with being a girl, right? Like, it, it's just who we are. Exactly. What about for Jasmine and Gabrielle? What do you think are the underlying causes when it comes to still women not being as empowered as we want them to be?
3: Uh, in my opinion, it's really how women are, uh, women are portrayed like all over the world. Like If there's anything in common, it's that there's still discrimination against them. Although it's much, it's been alleviated over the se- the past century. There still really is a, a more negative connotation when we're talking about women, like when it comes to how we dress, our actions, our words. How there's you have to act like a lady. When how exactly is a lady supposed to act? She can she can talk if she wants. She can do sports if she wants. There's really no limitations. So I think it's really how we think of women or. What are the limits of women when we do talk about them that really matters nowadays? And since we've had uh, many iconic figures in the past, I think it's our turn now to continue the change for women in the future to have an easier time and to really be themselves and achieve equality.
2: Um, I don't really have anything to add to what Kyrie and Kathy said, but I just want to say that we have the right to be ourselves and we should not be held back to what we want to be and what we want to be.
0: Be unapologetically a girl. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) I love that message. So we all know that as great as having an organization is and um, speaking up for what you think is right and fighting for things that you believe in, we know that there are like downsides to everything and struggles that you guys have to go through. So what were the challenges that you guys had to face and are still facing when it comes to handling Project Starshine?
1: Okay. Anyway, I'll answer. Um, needless to say, we face a lot of problems and we asked for help and advice from our supportive parents, friends, and other members who have gone through the same experience and process of starting and leading an organization to overcome some of these hurdles.
3: Yeah, I guess you could also say that communication was once also a really big challenge for us since Project Starshine was born during the pandemic. So uh, until now, we actually still haven't to meet any of our members in real life to break the ice at first since we all only met each other through zoom and messenger and video calls so it was really hard to communicate at that time we struggled to get everyone on the same wavelength and struggled to get everyone to speak up at first but soon we discovered thank god for the the magic of like trackers and docs and many many google sheets and we also became friends with some of our members so soon we were able really able to communicate with everyone and the it was just so harmonious
1: Also, in addition to what Gabby said, um, all of us in the organization are still studying and with the ongoing pandemic and the current setup of online distance learning, we have some conflicts in our schedule. We have to adapt to these new changes that we weren't used to before. But even with the hectic schedules we all have, um, all of our members still manage to create as much of a time that they can for their task and the meetings we set. However, if they think that they need some time off, we do understand this. We go through the same experiences as them. So we offer um, like things like leave of absence or if mm-hmm. you can't go and um, your excuses because you have to take care of your mental health. We understand and we know that your your mental health is your priority and we allow you to skip the meeting.
0: Despite all the hurdles, I think it's seen that, like I said a while ago, a group of passionate people, as long as like you guys keep on um, taking the necessary steps in order to achieve the goals that you want, I think you guys are going to be f- um, successful with whatever you do. So um, the question a while ago was, what were the challenges that you were facing or have faced when it comes to handling Project Starshine? So um, Kylie and Gabrielle already uh, gave their answers. What about for you?
2: So um, I think for mine is we asked help from our parents and friends and other mentors who have gone through the same experience and processes from us. So, um, from starting and moving an organization to overcome all of these hurdles makes it easier for us to uh, adapt to these kinds of challenges that we experienced so far. So, to go through all these challenges, you, you, sh-
0: you must have had to learn a lot of skills to, like, go through the hurdles.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: What were, like, the most useful skills that you just had to learn on the go while handling the org?
1: Learning how to use Facebook Live, that's one thing because we had a project, Mission Artemis, and we had to use Zoom and then make the Zoom live on our Facebook page. And that's something that's really, we've never done that before because we've never had to use Facebook Live for any um, webinar or any talk. We usually just had live talks before before the whole pandemic. And so we had to learn how to use that and the different applications. Um, some speakers had problems with Zoom, so we couldn't use Zoom when they we invited them. And so we had to use another platform. Also, learning how to communicate with each other using the different Google applications, like Google calendars. We learned how to um, collaborate using Google Calendar, Google Docs, even if we weren't like talking to each other um, live we were still able to find a way to have a code somewhat code and how we were t- communicating to these things a lot of improvisation <laughs> yes yeah.
2: especially when it comes to meetings I think since we're all, some of us don't know each other yet so a lot of us are shy so when it comes to talking a lot of us have to talk a lot and make it really lively for them to feel comfortable to talk to us as well.
3: Yeah, that's true. I remember in my very first meeting, it was complete silence, (laughs) really. Nobody wanted to talk. Everyone was really shy to be the first one to share something. So I remember I had to carry that conversation. But in the end, I was just so glad that there was definitely some ice broken that day, but really learning how to improvise, how to keep a conversation going by yourself when everyone's cameras are turned off and everyone's on mute. I think that's one thing that I learned over the few months.
0: <laughs> so a lot of public speaking-related skills. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. So what are, like, uh, besides when the whole... Uh, let's say, main topic for when it comes to Project Starshine is encourage, encouraging young girls to pursue um, leadership and entrepreneurship. But besides that, what do you think are the other things that you guys want to be able to shed light onto when it comes to like, um, young girls' struggles or just women's struggles in general? Something um, magnif- you need to um, like shed more light on and bring attention to, you think?
1: Um, the first thing that came into mind, this isn't entirely um, about um, women empowerment. It Mm -hmm. is because we focus um, more on women empowerment with the things we publish, but then financial literacy as well, because we have published a lot of things about the stock market. And um, we've also posted um, a bucket list. And it's more on like budgeting and saving money for the future, because that's a lot. um, That's a big way to prepare for your future. And a lot of um, starting a business, it takes a lot of capital. You have to raise a lot of capital and invest your money and spend it wisely so you know that your business won't fail. And that's something we want to teach um, not only young girls, anyone who wants to learn more about it, our audience, basically. Um, We want to teach them how to use their money wisely, especially now during the pandemic. We know that. Um, not a lot of people are aware that you can have multiple income streams and be more financially stable with a lot of um, ways your money can come to you and make more money that way. And right now, there's a lot of different paths you can take to make more money, especially online, like the stock market, now that they have different websites you can use to invest your money in stocks. And it's better to let your money um, make money for you while you're asleep, rather than just wait um, make it sit in the bank and it wouldn't grow because interest rates in the Philippines are not really that high.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What about for Gabrielle and Jasmine?
2: <laughs> oh, Gabby, you can go.
3: Okay, uh, I think one issue specifically, uh, although it's still under women empowerment, I think it's learning about the situation of women in the workplace. Like I mentioned before, uh, we recently, uh, not really recently, but we've posted uh, this short post chain all about women's experience in the workplace, like how there's still the The wage gap and how women, there's generally unfavorable conditions for them when they go to work. And I think that's something really important as the lockdown is starting to lift and many people are starting to go back to work, whether it be online, they can still experience all sorts of unfavorable circumstances that men don't usually have to go through. So I think that's one thing that more people need to learn about since they don't, since people who work, they don't necessarily always have a choice because they do it for their families. So it's not really something that they can do to give it give it up just for something personal or something that they experience. So I think making conditions better for women or for everyone in general is something that we need to work on.
2: Especially during the pandemic, I think there were a lot of issues connecting to women, to what they wear, how they act and all of that. And women get degraded by that. And um, I believe that we shouldn't be dated this way and we all try to speak up. It's just that we're also finding people to listen to our what we have to say. So I think that it's more about how we do it and how we say things and it's just how we are portraying ourselves and how people should also portray them. With your ever-growing platform, I'm sure you guys would be
0: able to tackle these things um, masterfully. I've seen some of the posts that you guys have made and um, they're really made in a way that you can learn a lot simply by just scrolling through the timeline. And that's a real (laughs) tool. So despite all of the issues that you have to go through, all of the problems that you guys had to face and all the random skills that you just suddenly had to pick up, why do you keep on trying to make things work out for Project Starshine?
1: Of course, we wish to continue inspiring our audience, mainly through the projects and other content we produce. Um, we have gathered a lot of positive feedback from our past projects, from our members, partners, and the beneficiary we partnered up with. And we wish to carry on with empowerment, empowering and supporting ambitious young women. Uh, we need to continue promoting women, women empowerment and feminism because the fact that there is still no gender equality in the world should be motivation enough to continue. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, we need to continue to become the people our younger selves needed.
2: Yeah, and adding up to what Kari said, the community and the bond and the memories we build in like, the organization um, are very priceless. You don't just see this, this type of teamwork in an organization, but we don't see this as a team, but as a family. We always look forward to having meetings with our members. And since, as of the moment, that's our only way of communication is meeting Zoom and other, like Messenger. Even if it's in that small of way, it's very worth to see our members and all
1: that. Yes, I agree. I remember when we had our first project, Mission Artemis, we had to teach ourselves a lot of the new technological processes and logistics. As I said earlier, the Facebook Lives and Facebook pages. Um, To ensure that we will not encounter any problem on the day of the live. At first we were confused because it's a new skill that we've never tried to learn and we never really had to learn. Um, But at the end we learned it together and we helped each other find out how to accomplish all these things. And all the emergency meetings and having to wake up each other in the morning to fix an error were worth it in the end because of the new experiences I was able to make with such an amazing group of girls.
3: I agree. Uh, just being surrounded by all these brilliant girls in the core, our members, and also some of our partners is just who are just so passionate about the work that we do just makes us as the core team so much more motivated to work harder, to make new ideas, to make grander ideas that will make a bigger impact and when we first opened the applications last august we were actually really really scared that not enough people would want to join us not enough people would sympathize with our cause but when we found out that more people than we expected actually sent in their applications it served as a call from reality a wake up call, a wake up call for us that our advocacy might really mean something to many people and that we would have to really carry what we believe in to make a difference in the world, and of course, aside from that, we want to keep making this work because we just have so much fun with our members, for lack of a better word. Uh, recently, we uh, not recently, but we, when we have team building activities, like we've had an Among Us Christmas party and several teleparties, it's just so it's so fun to be with them, and we wouldn't want to let them down and to keep pursuing our dreams. Yeah.
0: so nice Now nah, it's just um, step by step you guys, are, um, you guys keep on going and because you guys are so very inspired and passionate you guys are influencing a bunch of the people around you as well to come and join and do the things that you guys have been wanting to do even if it's just online it's still such a powerful move and impact when it comes to the things that you guys want to pursue. So small Yes, steps. it's
1: truly an honor to work with everyone here, especially our members, our new members. It's such a diverse group of girls that when we come together in the meeting, everyone's input creates a great output. That's why our projects are um, mostly successful. Even if there are sometimes we have difficulties, um, we cannot. We can never really uh, predict those things. But as a team, I feel like. Well, we do work well together because we all relate to each other somehow, even if we're all, we all come from different backgrounds.
0: Plus, I think when it comes to um, girls with different backgrounds, or just people with different backgrounds in general, you tend to learn about um, everybody else and you pick up things that you like about them too, like the values that they care for and things like that, and you guys just help each other improve.
1: Yes, we learn so much from each other. Things that we never knew we could do, we learn from the different members. And they also teach us and we teach them. It's a give and take.
0: Like a working machine, almost. (laughs) All right. So for the last uh, question or the last official question we have here is what should people expect from Project Starshine this 2021? Give us like um, sneak peeks. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Caesar. Okay,
1: so this right now while we're filming this we haven't announced this project yet but when this podcast comes out um we are currently in the middle of a small project we call on the same page hashtag shelf improvement oh, so witty this project is our way of celebrating women's history month 2021 and international women's day which both um are celebrated in march and to give a b- brief background for on the same page it is project starshine's first online book club where we will be reading notable books about feminism and business written by of course strong and independent female authors um you can find more information about this and how to participate in it on our social media pages we have also we also plan to expand our main advocacy and we will announce this change on Project Starshine's first birthday, which will be celebrating July this year. And um, we also have other projects that
2: are still in the works, such as features of other small businesses and possibly an IGTV series. So hopefully you Ooh. guys could stay in tune with those projects very soon.
3: Yes, yes, yes. And we also recently finished the last installment of our mini e-commerce series, which is a five-piece post chain about everything e-commerce, just an awareness post. And And in line with this, the Research and Content Committee has got all sorts of content and informational post ideas like this that we're excited to share to the world, especially since the org is gearing up to broaden our reaches this year. But all project talk aside, we sincerely hope that this year, we can reach out to a wider audience and really ignite an interest in our advocacy among the youth.
0: All right, it seems like it's a very busy year for Project Starshine. You have a lot of projects coming on.
1: Yes, we have a lot of ideas from the first meeting of this year.
0: And all of them seem so fun. I might have to like, keep up. We're excited yes, to have them. So you guys heard, the audience has heard everything. Um, they should keep up too. Uh, seems like they're going to be launching a lot of things and uh, an advanced happy birthday to Project Starshine. Yes, that's very early, but thank you. <laughs> All right. Now, we learned a lot of things when it comes to the founders themselves and uh, the project that projects that they're going to have and even like the starting point of how it just started off with a small idea and a group of friends and now it's branched out into something bigger and will continue to get bigger so before we officially end this what would you say are your last words for the audience anything you want to promote or like um things that you want to say to younger people advice to young girls like something that you would have wanted someone to have told you when you were still younger?
1: Hmm. Um, I just want to tell everyone listening to this podcast uh, not to be afraid to take risks and spend this time at home learning more about yourself because it will not only be good for your present health but these skills you learn. Our plans to begin now may also go to become incredible successes. And spend more your time wisely at home, especially with all the resources we have now. And don't be also don't be afraid to ask for help from friends and surround yourselves with remarkable remarkable girls and branch out, network more. Don't be afraid to approach um, the people you look up to. Maybe ask for advice. And so at the end together, you all can shatter glass ceilings. Um,
2: also, to add up to that, uh, no one can ever define your capabilities but yourself. It's knowing that you're good enough and whenever things get tough, you should really know that you can do it because you started it and it's now for you to continue it. You shouldn't start something that you know that you wouldn't continue. And I think that when it comes to achieving our dreams, we always create a path, a dream line. And like we... Literally, you make an outline of what you want to do in the future. And no no one should stop you from doing that. And
3: these obstacles come your way because it's for you to know that it's really for you. Uh, for me, I guess an advice, a piece of advice I could give to young girls is that there really is no time like the present. So don't let anyone or anything put you off from anything that you realize that you want to do. You might just figure out something about yourself that you wouldn't have known before without and you should also make time for yourself to do things that you really want. That's a lot of very uh, touching and
0: inspiring things you guys had to say. That was great. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. Um, you don't. Ha- what about like uh, social medias that you guys want to promote? Things that uh, the audience wants to follow.
1: Oh, yes. You can check our social medias for more updates about our future projects or more publication materials. We'll post there. Um, On Instagram, we're at Proj Starshine. And on Facebook, we're Project Starshine Philippines. All
0: right. So thank you so much for being with uh, with us today. We were so happy to have
1: you. Thank you you for inviting us. Yes, this is such a fun time. All right. (laughs)
0: That's all for the seventh episode of the Founders Series. Before I end this, allow me to once again thank our partners. Thank you to ASEC in Miriam College, Talang Dalisay, Kabataan sa Kartilya ng Katipunan Region 1, and also Vox Populi. I would also like to extend my deepest gratitude to Archer's Network, Tindig Manila Science High School, Move De La Salle Zobel, Rotaract Club of Mega Edsa, Ghana Philippines, the Siliman University Advocacy Committee, and University of Santo Tomas Tiger Radio. We in the Quotation Marks Project appreciate the people behind these organizations a lot. Without them, this podcast series wouldn't have been possible. By the way, tune in every Wednesday and Friday on the Quotation Marks Project's social media accounts to not miss out on any episode of Voicing Quotations, the Founder series. If you have any suggestions on how we can improve the series or the podcast itself, feel free to send them to the Quotation Marks Project at gmail.com. Until next time.